Hey there, baddie. You've just arrived at the Embodied Baddie Podcast, where career-driven women who hold themselves to a higher standard in all areas, especially personal growth, hang out. I'm your EBIC, Crystal Rose, and I'm so happy you're here. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to the Embodied Baddie Podcast. I'm so happy you're here and I am so freaking excited about this episode. Um, I have my amazing, incredible client, Sarah, on today. And we actually did this. We recorded this as an Instagram live and it was just too good. It was just too, too good to not share with you. So that's what we're doing today. And what I love about this conversation, so Sarah and I have worked together for a couple of years now, maybe even a few years now, and she's gone through several of my programs and she just keeps going deeper and deeper in the work. And I'm so incredibly proud of her because she's just always growing, always changing, always just self-improvement. And and she's just so brave. And oh my gosh, you guys, I can't wait for you to have this conversation. So she came to Italy for the Italy retreat. And you know, a lot of people look at it, they're like, yeah, Italy, that's on my list of places I want to go. Let's go. And what I think people don't realize is that this trip is like the perfect portal for transformation. That is how I have created and curated it. I want it to be a complete experience, not just about, oh, we're traveling and exploring and eating the food and drinking the wine and seeing the sights, but really being present and receiving, being spoiled. I spoil the hell out of these women. I want them to not have to lift a finger, to not have to think of a thing. I want them to truly indulge and just like be in this incredibly luxuriousness of someone else doing all the planning for you, someone else taking care of everything for you and providing what you need and what you desire. So that's what this, it's not just Italy, it's it's everything, it's everything. And I get so, 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 so excited to share this with the women on the trip because I'm like, you are in for such, such a treat. And we do some breath work and we do some embodiment pieces and and we really get you present. And um, you know what we've done the last couple of years is a higher self photo shoot. And this past time, we did a flying dress higher self photo shoot in the hills of Tuscany. I mean, it was a moment. It was a whole moment, you guys. And just watching these women um, pose and dance and play and then gas each other up and cheer each other on was just something completely unforgettable, so special and just, ugh, it just, oh my gosh, I just want to be doing this all the time. <laughs> it was so good. So Sarah on that trip, what I do is I make myself available. I talk about this a little bit on this episode, um, on the chat, but I make myself available. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to like force myself on you and like coach you if you don't want to, but if you want some time with me, like, let's go use it. Um, because I know what I have to offer is incredible and and everyone who works with me like gets and understands that, right? So they're like jumping to have time. 
And I want to spend that time making sure that like you're getting what you desire out of it and that this is a catalyst for change, right? It's not just a trip to sightsee. It's truly like a trampoline into your new life. And that's, or not new life, but you know, the next version. And that's truly what Sarah used it for. And, uh, the, the changes she has made are so incredible. I'm so proud of her. Um, she's still in my legacy group and everyone there like gets to experience and see her. Um, it's just so wonderful. So I'm going to let Sarah do a lot of the talking here and you guys will get to hear how that experience went for her. So I want to introduce one of my longtime friends first. We met we met a million years ago in someone else's Facebook group, became good friends, um, chatted forever. Um, Sarah supported me in my last business, buying all the clothes. <laughs> all of them. All, all, all of them. Um, and then you, how long have we, have we been working together in this? Like, how long have I been coaching you for? Was this, has it been two years? I, or was it like so. last? A little more no, over here? I think it's been two years. Yeah. Cause I was in my last apartment when we did pendulum. So, okay. and I was in the house I was before for a year. So yeah, I think two years. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, shit. <laughs> it's been two years. Sarah has done my pendulum program, which is my flagship program. She has also went into my legacy program, which is for my alumni's. And then also we went to Italy together. So we're going to chat a little bit about the Italy trip and what happened where like Sarah just took this giant leap of faith afterwards and all the things that changed in it. And then also we're going to chat a little bit about programs and all of that stuff. So first things first. We went to Italy in May. So like the very beginning of May, it is now the very beginning of September, mid-ish September. Um, how many months is that? Like May, June, July, August, September. That's four months. How different does your life look now? It's kind of, it's wild, Crystal. Um, <laughs> I feel like the majority of my life has been so frantic, it felt like. And ever since Italy, we've you've just like been able to help me get into my body and like really feel what is important. And our conversations in Italy, like after that, I honestly just sort of opened up all these different channels in my life. So with where I was living, with relationships, with work, like all kinds of stuff. And now I am in a completely different place in my life in all of those different areas, which is really crazy. (laughs) It's such a short amount of time. I know, like four months later, and we've got like new apartment, new job, no, no, that other situationship is over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so different. Um, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Italy itself. Like, how was that trip for you, like in general? Like, what was your favorite part about it? Like, all of the things. Like, okay. give, give everyone kind of like a screenshot because there's a lot of people who are like on the fence. Of it, and they need to know how freaking amazing it is, not just from me, because of course yeah. I know it's amazing. <laughs> that, was, that trip was life changing. On like I've been wanting to go to Italy for so long, and like when you brought that up as like, because I've already been working with you, obviously. So when you brought up that trip, it was sort of a like I'm going to make it work no matter what, you know. Like I'm going to find a way to make this work, and 
I think my favorite part about the trip was the connections with the other girls that went on the trip. Yeah. Like not just with you, but with all of the other women, because we were all like in different places of our lives, but also very similar that we were just looking for that deeper connection with girlfriends. Like I have a few girlfriends that I, you know, outside of the work that we do that I can connect like that with, but like, it's just few and far between. Yeah. And so like, this just gave us the container to do that, but then also eat amazing food, drink amazing wine, see the amazing sights, you know? The view was not bad. (laughs) No, the view wasn't bad at all. No. (laughs) I tell everyone, I'm like, you have to understand that when I plan these trips, like I'm so excited. I'm like a kid on Christmas waiting for other people to open their gifts. Like, like, yeah, do you love it? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I loved it. So, (laughs) and that's how I felt about the view. Like when everyone was rolling up in like the, in the shuttle and I like was there, I was just like, oh my God, I can't wait for them to like get here and roll up and see this freaking view. Cause it's ridiculous. It was like, it was, it was insane. Like rolling up in that thing with like just the hills of like the Tuscany area and -hmm. just having the villa in the background with the twinkly lights and shit. I mean, if you get a chance, you have to go. Like, I wanted to go this year, but I'm like, with the move, maybe not. Maybe next year. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe maybe it'll work out. I mean, we had Jocelyn come on on multiple trips, which was amazing. So I'm like, if y'all want to be repeat offenders, I'm here for it. I'm going no matter what. (laughs) Well, if you do it next year, I'm coming. So (laughs) I love it. So we had that conversation in Italy. Obviously, since we've been working together for so long, like you had like a solid foundation and a base. Um, And for those of you like listening, part of like the Italy trip that's really important to me is like, you know, we do a little bit of breath work in the mornings and, you know, we do some um, embodiment exercises. But for the most part, I want you guys to be in the moment, be present and like feel the trip. And I make myself available Mm -hmm. if you want to have like one on one time with me, which you guys like if you know what my one on one rates are, they're insane. (laughs) (laughs) Not insane, but really like, you know, my energy is expensive. And so on this particular trip, I wanted to make sure that anyone who wanted one-on-one time with me would get it. And so you absolutely jumped on it. You were like, Hey, <laughs> hey, we go to Florence. Um, let's hang out. And I'm like, okay, cool. So our Florence day, we like e-biked around the city, which was super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, only minor injuries. <laughs> oh man, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> to be expected. But she did an amazing job. Aside from like running into a bush, she did a great job. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we rode e-bikes around Florence. That was amazing. And then we went and everyone kind of dispersed and then we got like lunch and shopped and all those things. And so you and I went and had lunch Mm -hmm. and we had like a really intense conversation. So like what about, because I feel like that conversation was kind of like the catalyst, like jump off for you to start like making moves. So like what about that conversation? Like, hey, you. Um... I mean, I know, I want to say all of it, but really like, (laughs) like everything, you know, really it was just talking about boundaries and really like leaning into listening to my intuition, because those are two things that I've really struggled with in the past. Um, especially with boundaries with people close to me in my life. And so when we were chatting about it, like, obviously my living situation was different at the time. Um, You know, I was just struggling a little bit with, I say a little bit, I was struggling a lot with like that aspect of my life. And then also with like the situationship we were chatting about, 
like it just felt comfortable that situation and like chatting with you you know you made me realize that comfortable isn't that version of my higher self like I'm not trying to just be comfortable in something that isn't worth it to me or like a good time and so you know I think that we had that chat and walking around Florence and just having the, that like aha moment of like, I'm like here, like this is real life right now. <laughs> like I'm walking around Florence with like my coach who like, we just had this intense conversation and then shared a glass of wine, I mean, you know, and then, um, and then that just like kind of catapulted throughout the rest of the trip. And I just, made some moves that I never thought that I'd be making. And now like, here we are. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That, that whole situation ship. I, I remember we talked about that deeply because it was like, like you said, it was really comfortable. It was almost like a safety blanket. And you know, and, and what I was like really trying to drive home with you was how like, this isn't what you want. Like this isn't your like, mm-hmm. you know, your life partner, right? This isn't who you're trying to call in and you do want those things. So it was like, if you're going to be hanging on to this guy, who's not the guy, then you're basically blocking the, the, the real guy, like yeah. the, the person that you really truly want in your life, like the person that you deserve, that's going to, you know, be your match. And so we do this so often. I mean, I just, I see this all the time. We're always like hanging on to a job or uh, a partner or whatever it is like because we don't know what's next and we're afraid of what's next and like this is like good enough for now right <laughs> and so like for you to be like really come to terms with this this situation this relationship situation you were in and feeling like okay like this isn't it and it is really comfortable and then like watching you take the leap because you were like I don't know can I should I wait till I get back and we're like no <laughs> right now like for you to be on that trip and like especially with the support of me and all the other women and just being like listen like you're traveling after this trip you're going with your friend and you're doing you know you're gonna go and see and do things and like let this go if you can just have that hard conversation release the situation ship and not wait till you get back because it's looming over your head right and then it's gonna bring your energy down but if you can have that hard conversation feel all the feels which you definitely felt the feels yeah (laughs) and then like clear it now you can move forward without that part like hanging hanging (laughs) yeah And, and really dragging your energy down so how do you feel like that shifted things for you to like really just be like okay have that hard conversation then move on from there do you feel like that really shifted your energy or changed things so you from like that point of the trip on like how did that was that experience yeah I'm not gonna lie that was hard that was so hard for me to do I've never had a conversation like I don't want to say I've never had a hard conversation before because I have but like I've never stepped that so far out of my comfort zone like that was the only time we'd ever talked on the phone <laughs> when I called him. So like, as I'm like looking at in Italy, you know, and it just was so different from like behavior that I've done in the past that it just that alone catapulted like my trajectory. I feel like to where I'm at now, especially because it made me realize that, yeah, I can have adult conversations. I can't have like these hard conversations and shit's still going to be fine. You know what I mean? Like I'm still going to be okay. 
And so like being able to do that and like, honestly, like having the support of you and the rest of the girls while, you know, going through that part of the trip was really so special because I don't know if I would have done it by myself. I don't know if I would have done it alone. Um, and now, I mean, I mean, I'd feel like I just feel very free, even though I, he was such an amazing guy, you know, he just wasn't, like you said, he just wasn't the guy for me. And that situation just wasn't it for me. And like, now I'm so excited to find that person. Like, I'm so excited to like, I, I know if it, if I meet someone and they're not the, that right person for me, I know now I can have yeah. that conversation because I've already like, done oh. Yeah. I would be like, all right, well, I'm moving on next. I love this comment. Calling the situationship from Europe is pretty iconic. I know. That's my friend Mackenzie. I love her. It's so true, though. I mean, I'll just have my glass of wine and look at Italy and then call my situationship. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I mean, it was like, it was such a good moment because like you said, like, we're, you know, we're surrounded by so much support like you were just so held and you were so supported in that and like not one person was like it's easy do it it's like no this fucking sucks yeah. like it's not and it's okay it's okay that it sucks but you have to do this for you like this is not a, what I would do if I were in this situation or what she would do it's literally like you know like you know that this is not the thing and you know that like it's like a crush and it's comfortable and so, and you know that now, <laughs> rip the Band-Aid off, don't wait till you get home, we'll yeah. do it later, you know, it's like, because then we lose our, our nerve, um, and that's how people get stuck, right? They're like, ah, we'll find a better time to do this, <laughs> and it's like, now, what the moment you notice yeah. that something's not in alignment for you, that's the moment we've got to just let it go. Yeah. And it's not like I didn't think about it the rest of the trip. Like I definitely did. I just, I have my, one of my biggest things is like, I feel so hard for other people and I just felt so bad for like him, but I felt so good for me. And so that was another shift in my mentality was like, okay, we're done. He's going to be fine. Like, this is going to be fine now. Like, let's think about ourselves for a little bit. And so that was huge too. And you can hold both, like, you can yeah. feel bad, you know, like, about, like, hurting someone else's feelings, right? It's not like you're going around being like, yeah, let me hurt your feelings, <laughs> like, this fits me. And it's like, you know, you can hold both. You can hold that, that, that feeling of, like, this sucks. And then also, like, but I'm so excited about where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I love it. And then that catapulted you into you started listening to your gut more and your intuition which only gets louder the more you listen to it (laughs) and then you packed up all your shit and just moved to North Carolina yeah it's crazy yeah so I know I mentioned before like listening to my gut has always been a struggle because I feel like until I started doing this work with you and honestly like until Italy like I really started actually listening to it and being able to distinguish between whether it was my intuition and my gut or whether it was just like my brain telling me things. Um, after that, you know, cutting the ties with the situation ship and stuff and like actually taking the leap to even go on the trip was listening to my gut, even though I was like, you know, this is going to be 
you know, it might be pricey, but like, I'm going to make it work. Like no matter what, it's going to work out. It's going to be fine. So all of that kind of rolled into me just paying attention. And so whenever I was like on a walk and I was just thinking about my next move, like where I wanted to live. And I was thinking about options. It was just like a beacon. This sounds so crazy. It was just like a very loud voice, like a beacon, like to say, try North Carolina. And I'm like, well, shit, I don't, I know like a couple girlfriends down here. Um, but other than that, I've never, I've only been here once. Like I have no <laughs> ties to North Carolina. Like, I don't even know why I would want to move down there. Like I have no idea. And then I visited once with one of the girl, good girlfriends, Ashley, and like talking to you about it too. And Devin and stuff. And like, I moved and now I'm here. Like I got here Friday. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> I know you've been here a week and I'm like, we're doing this. So. <laughs> I'm here. There's nothing on my walls, but that's well, okay. <laughs> that's okay. I've lived in my place for like almost a full year now and I don't have anything on my walls yet. It's yeah. me I'm like looking out into a sea of boxes, but you can't see that. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Ours are all <laughs> So you moved, you did all the things. Um, how do you feel like, cause we've been doing this work for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously it's very like layered, like you go through the first program. And I think like when you, when you go through your first program with me or if it's one-on-one or, or whatever, it's kind of like, a whoa, mm-hmm. like there's a lot to take in. And then over time, as you kind of like start integrating the work, the things that maybe didn't hit in the beginning or hitting now, they're landing now. But you were in a group program, and then Legacy is also a group program, like higher level, mm-hmm. we'll say, more advanced, I guess, not really so much higher level, but like more advanced. What is it, like, what does it mean? Like, what is the value of being in a group to you? Because I think a lot of people view group programs as like less than, mm-hmm. you know, I have a lot of people come to me wanting to work with me one-on-one, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this group program would be amazing. And they're like, mm, I want to work with you, you know? <laughs> Um, and so like, I would love to like, just hear you express like the value of being in a group program, because for me, I think it's like incredible. I mean, I was in my very first stint with this work was in a group program. I think there was 70 of us, you know, so I didn't have like super, super personal attention. I mean, I did, but like, also we were in a big, huge group. So it was, it was amazing. And then of course, you know, my groups are a lot more smaller and intimate. So what what is it what's been your experience with that elements yeah I mean at first the group aspect was scary because I was kind of like I don't know if I really want to open up and share my you know like basically crack the shell and like expose myself to all these people um but it's amazing because it, it like you said your groups are very intimate and I think one of the biggest things is that even if like during one of the calls where I'm not specifically the one that's doing like the work, you know, you're, but we're always constantly doing the work. So when one person might be saying something or like is going through something in the group, it might not hit right away, but eventually like something pings, like you say, pings your system. And there's some, always something to take away from it. And I feel like the connections that I've formed with all the women and like the groups, like the first pendulum was terrifying for me, but like I made such changes from that and it's just continuing to grow. And like the relationships, I mean, some of the girls have been in the same groups with me, you know, all three times. And so it's just like you foster these deeper relationships with these women. And like, I think the access to you as well, 
I mean, I know I would do well in a one-on-one, but I think I, I feel like I thrive and I think I open up more in a group setting anyway. So, which is not something I would have thought about before. I would have thought it would have been the other, other way around. Yeah. I think in the groups, like, like things pop up that you don't think to bring to the table, mm-hmm. you know, because someone else is dealing with something or talking about something and I'm working with them. And then it's like, oh, whoa, <laughs> like, yeah. this is how it applies to me. Or like, I'm so glad you asked that question. And, and it just brings like such a different element to it. Whereas like, if it's just you and me, unless you have like something like burning, right? Like we're like, I need to, we gotta talk to you about this, right? It's, it can be like a little daunting almost in a way because you're like, I don't, I don't know. And of course it's my job, right? Like it's my job to like pull all the things out of you. But, but still, like, I think group is so magical because it just creates moments that we never could have planned. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love it. And then now, you know, being in the legacy group, um, it's honestly like, I love legacy so much. It's like so special to me because it's just like, the deeper, deeper, deeper stuff. And I feel like we get to like play more and just like, you know, it's, we've done that initial work. Everyone in the program has gone through yeah. like the heavy lifting of like a beginner, like beginner program, but like the introduction to the work that like lays you out. <laughs> and, and I feel like legacy is so cool because we are really like building on like what's already there. And then like some of the conversations we have are, amazing yeah. like yeah. it's like so grown up yeah that's one of the things too is like I, I feel like we're able to have these adult hard conversations that you know typically in like relationships or friendships or even just in general in the past like you know people can tend to get amped up about something or like if my opinion is different than your opinion you know sometimes people can have like very aggressive reactions to that towards each other but I don't know. It's just like we're, we've all done this work in the, in this container. And so we're able to voice our separate opinions and our, like our thoughts and everything and it have it be okay. Like we're all allowed to have our own opinions and our own thoughts and it's still okay, which is, you would think it would be common sense, but it's not. <laughs> well, it's not, not, I mean, especially like in a container like this as well, like like the leadership element of it, right? Like I have to be able to hold that. Mm-hmm. Like I have to be able to hold everyone's opinions or even when you have, like when you disagree with me, right? Or when you guys are like voicing that to me, like I have to be able to hold that. I can't be defensive or mad or, or you know, <laughs> I have to be able to like take that and hear it and not let it trigger or activate me. Or if it does, which hasn't yet, so that's good. Um, <laughs> Or if it does, be able to be stand in that and and know that it's my shit and like speak to what's coming up for me rather than being like I'm the leader and we're doing what I say right or like no you're wrong and just really just being in it and being like listen I hear you even if I need to take a beat to be like I need to like just sit up, sit with us for a little bit um, before we make a decision mm-hmm. but it's been really cool like it's so cool to see a group of women like have this like back and forth and like yeah. have everyone just be like open and feel so safe I think that's really the biggest part of it too is just feeling safe to express those opinions yeah and it's almost like practice you know um oh, yeah. because we do have this safety there and like a big part of my personality in the past and I'm definitely still working on it is I tend to people please a lot um so I'll even you know 
I'll do things or I'll say things or whatever, just to like not shake things up or to not disagree with other people. And then later on, I'll realize, you know, like, I actually didn't want to do that. I really didn't even, I don't agree with that. I don't even know why I said that. So like, mm. this has been really good practice for me to be able to like voice an opposing thought or view or something, and then still feel safe enough to then I can kind of go out into the real world, you know, and then apply it out there. It's been, it's been fun though. I'm like, oh, I actually don't like that. So (laughs) (laughs) well, and that's the thing too, is like with, with people pleasers is is it tends to build that resentment because you are out there doing things that you don't want to do. And most of the time it's like, we're even subconsciously, it may not be a conscious thought that we're looking for something in return, right? Like, we want you to fall at our feet with gratitude or or really express that in a way that like makes it feel like okay, like like almost like justifying you hopping over like your own feelings about doing anything. Mm-hmm. And when that doesn't happen, because like it'll never be what we want it to be or enough, right? When that doesn't happen, we get like resentful and it's like I I did the thing I didn't want to do because I thought it would make X, Y, and Z happen or this person happy, and that's why I did and then it made me unhappy and now I feel resentful at that person when it's like your own damn fault (laughs) for for doing it in the first place so we really gotta like you know get underneath it so we can break that cycle and you're not a people pleaser that's not who you are Mm -hmm. that's just something you've always done for survival or to keep yourself safe yeah you know, and you want people to like you, which we, you know, we all want people to like us and we don't have to bend or break our own sense of self in order to do that. And like, that's part of like the learning process. It's something you're really yeah. learning as you through this. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, like if I was still going down that path of trying to people, please, I never would have, I mean, I never would have ended the situationship. I would have let him end it eventually right. and made make things easy I never would have moved down here because it definitely wasn't something that like my family wanted obviously so like the things I'm doing now are things for me to please myself and that's a whole new concept (laughs) (laughs) what right and it's not selfish I mean that's the thing is like you know something I've really been stepping into lately is like I don't want to spend a single minute doing something that doesn't feel good to me or that I don't want to do. And there's a difference between something like not being alignment or and like not really, you know, being gung ho on doing it. Yeah. And and like it being so against, you know, like I love my in-laws so much. And I went up there this this past year a couple of times to, you know, to to be part of the team, right? <laughs> like I went to um bridal showers for my my husband's cousins. And it wasn't like I was like, yeah, can't wait. Like so excited. But I was like, you know what, this, this will be good to do. And I'm not, there was no resentment. There was no like, I don't want to, it was just like, Hey, like, would this be something that I would like be super gung-ho on doing? Like all all rockets, ships like headed toward? No, but it felt, it felt good to do. And I knew I wasn't doing it hundred percent just for me. I was doing it for them, but which in turn was for me. So it felt good. Now, if it was a situation where they wanted me to come up and I just don't want to, and I don't want any part of that. Well, then if I go and do it, then I'm going to be pissed the whole time. Right. And so it's really like, I won't, I won't do a minute of something for someone else. If I'm going to be resentful because that's for them too. 
And I think that's what we miss when we're like doing the people pleasy thing. We miss that like me saying no to you is actually for you too. <laughs> it's actually for you because I'm I'm sparing you my my energy and resentment and all of that. And you know, in your situationship kind of thing, it's so classic. Like I've done this a million times where I waited, I wanted them mm-hmm. to be trigger, where I was trying to find something they did wrong. So like I could justify instead of just being like, this just isn't great. Yeah. Good. Or it's okay, but it's not great. It's not like the love affair I'm, I'm really desiring. You know? Yeah. 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 So good. <laughs> what would you, what would you say to the person who is like on the fence of the Italy trip? Like maybe they're scared to go along mm-hmm. and like someone they don't know, or like, Maybe they're like, oh, is it even worth it? Like, I could go so much cheaper, blah, 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 with someone else. What would you say to that person who's, like, kind of on the fence? Well, obviously, I would say go. Like, just do it. But <laughs> just, That's it. just go. <laughs> no, I mean, I get it, though. You know, like, it's scary, especially if you're traveling alone. Um, I'm someone who doesn't mind doing things by myself. But, like, that's a big leap is to take a trip like that all by yourself. But I will say, like, you specifically as, like, the, I don't know what I want to say, the leader, but, like, you know, the organizer of the trip, and you are kind of, like, the leader of the group yeah. and everything. Like, you have all these activities for the women that are going. It just allows for that connection. So even if you're on the fence about going alone, like, those connections are going to be formed. And it's not in a way that feels forced. It's just an extremely natural progression of like the friendships and like you know it's just hard to not have a great time when you're in Italy like where we were and like enjoying the food and the experiences and things like that um I mean like I said I would love to go again especially I'll go again one maybe next year but (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just something that next year is the trip by the way (laughs) oh well then (laughs) maybe okay yes I'm gonna go (laughs) I'm like, it's like next year. And I'm like, it's literally in May, 2024. That is next year. (laughs) Oh, yes. Okay. Well, you know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah, no, like a big part of the trip. And the reason why I run it the way that I do is because I want that connection for you guys. Right. And I don't, I want you to show up and just not worry about anything. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to worry about like, oh, I have to pay this cam driver or oh, like what's the, I like literally just want you to be like, Everything is taken care of. Everything, every detail, all this stuff that you guys see and that you don't see and that you don't know, like it's all planned. It's all figured out. And I just want you to show up and enjoy yourselves because I think most women, um, you know, women like you, women that like are in my world, don't do these things for themselves. You know, they don't always like plan these indulgent, you know, trips or or escapes or adventures or anything and I want to make it so it's like you're being freaking spoiled Mm -hmm. like you're being spoiled prop up your feet like there's there's plenty of doing stuff time but there's also plenty of downtime like that's the most you have to decide is like what you're gonna do with your downtime are you gonna take a nap are you gonna sit and watch the sunset with Prosecco are you gonna walk into town and explore like that's on you (laughs) yeah and it gets to be it gets to be fun but I really want to like relieve all of that stuff so you guys can just show up and be like 
wow, I feel so taken care of and I'm able to really be here and enjoy this. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly how it was. I mean, I'm used to trips where either I'm planning every detail or I just kind of wing it once I get there. Like I'll, mm-hmm. I'll do a couple things and I'll be like, well, whatever, wherever the wind takes me. I've never been on a trip that was, everything was thought of in such a way that like, like you said, there's stuff that's taken care of in like events, not events, but like activities that are planned. But then the downtime, like you said, it's just like, what do you want to do with your time? Like, how do you want to fully immerse yourself in this experience? And it's just something that I never even thought of. I'm, you know, I've like booked a beach trip before and I'll be like, okay, well, I'm just going to read on the beach for an hour. And then like, that's it. And it's great. But then at the same time, then I have to think of all the other things, like what's for dinner, like what am I yeah. going to do for this, what am I going to do for that? And like, you don't have to do that on this trip. Like you've thought right. of everything for this trip. Can we just like talk really about the food? Oh my oh God. My God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never, ate, I've never had so much pasta, homemade pasta before, but like, I think I lost weight on that trip. Well, well we did a lot, I mean, you did a lot of walking and the plus you traveled after and probably did a lot of walking too. Um, but yeah, like one of the things that I just love is like the, the, the excursions that we went on, the people that, you know, that we did them with, um, and then like, you know, my partner where, where we stay, mm-hmm. um, and, and the chef, like everything is absolutely just impeccable and they really accommodated anything I wanted, yeah. like anything. And so that was amazing for me because it made it so I could like make sure you guys got what you wanted yeah. the whole time. It was really, honestly, like, I said after this trip, I was like, I can't beat this. Like, I can't top this. And then I had to have that moment with myself, like, bitch, you don't need to top yeah. this. <laughs> like, this gets to be good enough. Like, it's freaking amazing. And it was impeccable. And, like, everyone who came, like, all of the women were wonderful. And everything we did was wonderful. And, and it was just seamless. Like, it can just keep being seamless like it doesn't have to get better 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 although I think it will um just naturally because like it just will (laughs) especially if people repeat oh oh, 100% yeah and especially like you go into it already having that expectation of what to expect you know yeah um but you said something very interesting of when you said that you had that moment of wanting it to be better or like how can I make this better for next year Mm -hmm. and like you're not gonna be able to top it I feel like that's a very common thought that a lot of people especially women have is like okay, this is good, but like on to the next, like what's the next great thing? What's the next best thing? How can I make this better than it was before? And I think that that's such an important like thing that you teach too, is like, it's okay to sit in this moment and it's okay to just enjoy it the way it is. Like if if it gets better, that's awesome, but it doesn't have to sit in what you have and like enjoy what you have right now, Mm. which is something I'm still working on. (laughs) Yeah, because so often, especially when you're, you know, a high achiever, mm-hmm. you're always like the target's always moving and you reach a goal and you're before you even are celebrating that goal, you're like, okay, there, like, that's where yeah. I want to go next. That's where I want to go. You know, oh, I made this much money. I want to make that much money. And it's just like over and over and over and over again. And you aren't sitting in the, in the feeling of celebration and really like enjoying it and being present in the moment. And so you'll never celebrate whatever the mm-hmm. biggest thing is if you aren't like celebrating every moment and so it was a beautiful reminder for me I'm glad you reiterated that because it was just such a beautiful reminder to me that there was that internal feeling of like yeah oh shit I gotta 
I got to top this. Like, and it was like, no, it gets to be good enough. Like it was great. It was amazing. It was incredible. Like there were no complaints, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like, and beyond that, everyone was raving about it. So it's like, it, it gets to be enough. And it was just like a great reminder for me that I can go back and remind my people like, no, like you need to sit in the celebration and really enjoy it. Enjoy it. And that's what I did after I went to Paris and I met up with you and Devin. We had <laughs> yeah. Um, but went to Paris for a night, a couple of nights and like went to Roms for, you know, some champagne tasting and stuff. And that was like my time to really like sit and appreciate appreciation for everyone who came on the trip mm-hmm. um to like feel proud of myself to celebrate like how wonderful it went like that that was that was my time to do that and so I'm glad that I set that time aside for myself and that also I had that almost immediate moment of like wait a second no like this was I don't need to top this <laughs> it was so good I think it's cool though because it also shows that you're still doing the work too like you're, you're a human being, you know what I mean? Like you still have these thoughts and it's not like you're like in the work, it's not like you're telling us what we should be doing and things like that. It's like always evolving, always changing. Like we're always growing. Yeah. So I think it's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. It's always been important for me to embody the work that I teach and that I coach and that like, there's just different layers and there's different like levels of it. Right. Like I just get there so much faster now than I used to. Whereas mm-hmm. before, like, or maybe I wouldn't celebrate or I would notice that I didn't celebrate, but I would just move on, you know? And now it's like, I have that like <laughs> moment and it's just getting like less and less and less because like through continuing to work on myself to continue to add to my skill sets, to continue to like, just live, you know, um, and just be aware it like, I'm, a, I'm able to like truly embody the work. And then that's the, I mean, honestly, I think if you, there's so many coaches out there that don't embody like what they're teaching. And I see it all the time, you know, especially with business coaches and they're like, Oh, I made X amount of money or whatever, but then they're sitting there afraid and freaking out. And it's like, I can do this for you. But then they're freaking out about themselves. And it's like, you've got to embody the work. Like you can't just talk the talk. Cause that's yeah. the art you know it's living it and making it such an important part of my life like crucial yeah. <laughs> part of my life. absolutely yeah yeah I love you I'm so happy that, that you that I know happy you moved here so <laughs> maybe we'll do a live from like lunch sometime yeah <laughs> yeah no but thank you so much for taking the time to pop on with me and like talk about all the things but I'm just like I'm so proud of you I'm so blown away by like your commitment to yourself and just how you, I mean, man, you just did this like 180 and sprinted, like just went running full speed. Mm -hmm. And it just makes me like, like so grateful that you're in my world. And then like, again, I'm just like so proud of you just seeing like the evolution and like such an honor to see like the evolution of you from the beginning to like here and get to see like where you're going. Like, I feel like I can see where you're going like so clearly. So I love it. So thank you for letting me be a part of it and for hopping on here. I love you. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm, I'll work with you forever. So you can get rid of me anyway. <laughs> That's my favorite thing when people are like, you don't get rid of me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about your luck. <laughs> All right, babe. Thank you so yeah. much for hopping on. I appreciate you and for everyone listening and watching. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And we'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.
Bye. <laughs> If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram story, send it to a friend who might need it, or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening.